Welcome to episode 142 of the All the Book Show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news, sometimes. Yeah, we do. And today I've got a little, so... There we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. It Hi, sounded everybody. like I was going, oh, but really I was just leading into my name. Like yeah, I was like, wrestler. Eric. Yeah. yeah. No, not like Yogi Bear, like oh. a wrestler announcer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. wrestling's way cooler than Yogi Bear. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't sure. Ronda Rousey didn't go join the Hundred Acre Woods. Yeah. I no, wait, where's Yogi Bear? Hundred Acre Woods? Jellystone Park. Sorry. Oh, man. I wh- wish you could hear yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today... Did you say you were Nick Gunning? I sure did. You liar. But I, but I still am Nick Gunning, okay. if anybody's curious. Today, we're going to be talking about books that we're glad we read, but we didn't like these books. Yeah. We didn't like them. Hated them. Didn't like them. Well, I didn't hate mine, but... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't hate mine either. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> good news. Uh, what have you been reading? Anything what have fun? I been reading? We just you know got, what? We just jumped right into book news. Well, no, and you know what? We we had a listener response. Our old pal Greg, who's been he's ground floor all the books are, uh, wants to know why we haven't talked about Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, because yet. you hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. Yeah, but now I have. So let's yeah. do a little mini review of Avengers: Infinity War. Okay, full of spoilers. Just kidding. We're just not. kidding. We won't do spoilers. Yep. Go ahead. Oh me? Yeah. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't sure that they could pull off weaving together all of those uh, different stories, but yeah. I thought that they did. Yeah, I I heard something interesting where when they were writing it, mm-hmm. they treated Thanos as the primary character, right, and let the Awful others man be like the supporting <laughs> character. Yeah, but let the others <laughs> sort of get their screen time by how they interacted with Thanos, and I thought that was a really right. clever way of like weaving all those stories together by yeah. having him be the focal point. Which is why Team Earth was kind of the boring team. True. Yeah. So, but I was impressed that they were able to do that. Yeah. So Thanos is my my primary character in my heart. In your heart. Yes. In your heart. Yeah. Okay. I love Thanos in the comics. Um, yeah, he's a little different in this, isn't he? Yeah, his motivations are different. Yeah. In the movie, he wants to get rid of half the universe for balancing purposes because there's not enough food and resources and yada yeah. yada. In right. the comics, he's just in love with death. Right. He, he wants Loves to death. he wants to give death kisses. Yep. He wants to take death on a ride in his fast car yep. and show her the world. Um and so that that changes the character a little bit. It does. Um but I still liked him. Yeah. Uh he's He's not. I've kind of accepted recently using my Marvel Unlimited app, okay, to read so many comic books. But All also right. in the past, I've I've kind of connected it with the Spider-Man movies and Spider-Man comics, and hmm. that no matter how good the superhero movies are, okay, and usually I love them, mm-hmm. and they're like some of my favorite movies ever. They're still never going to be the comic books. Okay. Like the comic books are always going to be better, right? Uh, in ways. Just because they've had more time, they're more colorful. They take more chances yeah. and stuff. So, and you can do something silly where you have death personified as a yeah, as that, a pretty lady. I guess that works a little better. Um, not on screen, but yeah. So I've just been thinking about that. But yeah, I still I had a great time at Avengers: uh, Infinity War. A little bit of a part one. Yeah, uh, but def. I don't feel like. I feel like it's kind of a part one in the same way that. I don't know. Um, well, it had, I'm trying to it think had of a, a, at least it had a little bit of uh, resolution. I thought. Yeah, you know. yeah. I feel like you definitely want the second one, but I don't feel like 
you feel cheated necessarily. Yeah, it's a full experience. I'm trying to think of them because there's been movies that have come out and like, oh, this is just part yeah. one. I I guess I keep going back to Harry Potter. Oh sure, part or, one or Mockingjay. Yeah, Mockingjay yeah. Part the YA is ridiculous. The YA splitting it's two books into one. That was rough. Yeah. Um, and you always felt like this is because, like in those instances, you know they're just wasting time to get to the second movie. And I don't think anything was. I don't think time was wasted. No. And this Avengers. No. Um, so I agree. I actually don't know how they're going to like up the game in a mm-hmm. lot of ways for the next one. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be tough. Yeah. Overall, thumbs up. I thought. Yeah. I think there's a scene in the yeah, the Guardians came across the best. It was a strong movie for the Guardians. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in the comics where Thanos has his Infinity Gauntlet and he's telling the universe to come and get him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wanted that scene. <laughs> I see. But <laughs> I guess, I guess you're not going to do that scene in the movie right. with Josh Brolin. Like, right. Come and get me. I yeah. can't do a Josh Brolin impression. Yeah. Well, Thanos can do one. Why though. try? Every, every now and then Thanos was doing a Josh Brolin impression. My favorite Josh Brolin movie. Uh huh. Can you guess? Oh, no. The Goonies. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you think I was going to say Jonah Hex? Because I don't know funny. what you were going to say. We don't talk about Jonah, Jonah Hex. Hex. And he's going to be in uh, Deadpool 2. And Deadpool 2. He's two. playing Cable. Yeah. He's just... He he's just, a comic book man. I guess. I wonder what it is about Josh Brolin. Maybe he's kind of like the nothing man. I guess. But he's good. Yeah. He's good at what he does, right? Yeah, he does. But what yeah. he does isn't very nice. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. Worry. It is. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we have all of he the He looks the part of an old man Logan. He does. Anyway. We've got all the lead up to Avengers Infinity War here in the collection. We've got the movies. Mm. We got the Infinity War. What is what's it called in the Infinity what, Gauntlet? Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. We've got that. We got a great assortment of Avengers stuff. So you can come yeah. in and load up Books, and hopefully you see the movie. Movies. Games. We'll eventually show this movie in the in the auditorium, right? Maybe it's long. It's oh, two and a half true. hours. It is Usually long. we try to keep it at least like yeah. under two hours. Yeah. Uh, You're right. It's not always super easy. But yeah, that was Two and a half hours, but I wasn't bored. No, I wasn't either. And uh, I get bored easily. Yeah, you do. I'm, I already forgot what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about books that we are glad we read but didn't like. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, there was your journal that I read. Oh, that really? One time. Oh, well, cause, you know that was private. Yeah, well, I'm not. That was not. Meant I didn't to like be. it. Oh, but I'm glad I read it. Hmm. I learned a lot about you. I suppose you would. Yeah, a lot yeah. about your fears. I'll never know how you jimmied that little heart-shaped lock I have on it. But yeah, well, I just had to put my fingerprint on it. It was confusing. Oh. I don't understand why huh. my fingerprint worked on your heart-shaped lock. Yeah, especially since it's not uh, fingerprint activated. It doesn't doesn't make any sense at all. Huh. Are you uh, sure you're not a fluffy dog? <laughs> the classic. Is that Disney, fluffy dogs? That's old school. It might be Disney. Google fluffy dogs, everyone. Uh, let's see. Let's do bookmark. Here are some of the things that I have been reading. I read two things that I was excited about that disappointed me. Why are you talking like this? <laughs> what? Nothing. You, that, that, you're like, I read two. I can't do it. Oh, okay. Well, Play the tape back and you'll understand what sure. I'm talking about. We'll, re- we'll replay that. I read Last Shot. Yeah. You sounded like you were announcing uh, a racehorse. Okay. A horse race, uh-huh. not a racehorse. Sure. Maybe both. Yeah. Go on. Okay. I read, read the, I read the new uh, Han and Lando Star Wars book that came out, Last Shot. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I was excited about that because those are characters I liked. I loved the AC Crispin Han Solo trilogy. Uh-huh. I liked the Brian Daly uh, Han Solo sure. saga. Yeah. I liked the Lando series. Go this on. book, it just didn't do it for me. Sorry, man. Just didn't do it for me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is there a lot of Han, old buddy? There is. Ooh. There is. It also <laughs> you is. You can overdo that. Some of it is like after Han and Leia have a baby. Some of it is 10 years ago for Han. Some of it is 15 years ago for Lando. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of intersect. But it's just the quest that they're on is not particularly interesting. And yeah. spreading it out 
over these like three or four different timelines dulled any impact that it might have had. Mm-hmm. It just did nothing. And it, I found it very confusing. Right. So I'm disappointed because I was really looking forward to that. But I I'm guess sorry. this is the month to be disappointed by Han Solo stories. Oh, so, snap. With apologies to shade. Ron Howard. At the Han Solo movie comes out but this Memorial Day. Speaking of Ron weekend. Howard, I just watched Backdraft, and that wasn't good either. So yeah, this is I a bad know. Ron Howard month for you. I don't know. Then Wait, I, are you doing? Are you watching all these Ron Howard movies in preparation for Han no. Solo? <laughs> no, just because I like Ron Howard. All right, have you got to Rush yet? No, I, I guess you're a Backdraft. You got a whole bunch of different I stuff. I do. I have a few more to go. You have to see yeah. Rush and uh, In the Heart of the Sea. Cinderella Man. I'm not looking forward to that. You want to oh, watch yeah. Cinderella Man together? It's a no. boxing movie. Oh, you got to watch Beautiful Mind. I love Beautiful Mind though. Ugh. That and Apollo 13. Great. You don't like a beautiful mind. It's fine. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else did I read? Uh, volume three of the Back of the Future ongoing series, Who is Marty McFly? And? As you recall, it's I Michael loved the Eric second Stoltz. one. I loved the second one. You love them all. Can, no, I don't, because I didn't like this one. Oh, it was just a no. dull story. Whereas number two, Continuum Continuum right. Conundrum, uh-huh. I loved. Yeah. Top marks. Yeah. This was pretty bad. I'm sorry. I'm currently reading Architects of Infinity, which is a Star Trek Voyager book. And it is the most recent one out. I'll be up to date when I finish this one. I don't know what to do with You'll myself. be up to date with Star Trek Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> okay. This one just came out, I think, in yeah. March. So. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm reading... How is 1999? <laughs> it's great. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, I'm reading The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls. This oh, yeah. is for the book club. Yeah. Our first nonfiction book. My wife just book started club. It. Is she enjoying it so far? I it guess. starts with kind of a yeah. story, but oh. like as a parent, I was kind of like, wow. Right. How's Brie Larson in this book? <laughs> was she in the movie? She's in the movie. Oh, she okay. plays the adult daughter. I see. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't I haven't seen the movie. It's in the collection. Well, I plan to after I finish the book. Brie Larson so is playing Captain Marvel. I read a couple you know, more stories, short stories by David Dvorkin. Really enjoying them. So I have to check that collection out. So I think you would really like these. I know okay. you never listen to me, but... Well, I'm I think reading a Star might. Trek book right now. I know. Do tell. Uh, well, I will on my bookmark. You're on it. You don't have more Star Trek books? That's it. No. Well, what about the short stories? I just told you. I read a couple more and I liked them. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to have more to say about huh? that. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Look, I haven't started this X-Men crossover. Apparently, it's supposed to be really bad called X-Men Extermination. Okay. Where the astonishing X-Men are chasing after the Age of Apocalypse version of Nightcrawler, who's going to cause some of the worlds to collide. And I've just been... I don't know. Astonishing X-Men has not been good. Anyway. um, I like the Joss Whedon stuff. Yeah, that was okay. It was forever ago, too. Yes, it was. And it was pandering in a lot of ways. Mm. Josh... I think Joss Whedon likes to pander himself a lot. Could be. You know? Anyway, uh, I'm going to start Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. Oh, yeah. So uh, it won the Edgar Award for YA Literature, the Edgar Award, which we did an episode of. Was that two episodes ago? Edgar Award. No, no, that was was last last week. That was last week? Yeah. Holy cow. Well, I picked up Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds to pick up, to read. Uh, and I'm going to start reading, or I've started the, how do I say this? Trellians? Trellisane? Oh, the Trellisane. The yeah. Trellisane Confer- Confrontation, Confrontation by David Dvorkin? Yeah. There you go. I don't remember that one well. I read it so long ago. Yeah, well, it's Bones and Kirk and Spock, and they're off on a little mission. This is your first Star Trek anything. Star- you didn't even read any of the comics, did you? I read the new stuff. You did? Yeah. Oh, you read the Green Lantern stuff, right? No, I read the... Thing that you 
get you yeah. bought like 12 copies of for the library uh 13 volumes oh my word <laughs> <laughs> didn't you read the star trek green lantern crossovers yeah oh yeah those are pretty cool yeah but this is your first star trek novel i've read yes this is my first star trek novel welcome thank you um and i'm going and i'm also been reading a lot of x factor so instead of telling oh, you about boy. all the x factor i read wow i will tell you i'm on x factor volume 18 breaking mm-hmm. points by Ooh. peter david i like peter david sometimes yeah. The X Factor, his X Factor run is pretty solid. I read, I read the like the first volume of the X Factor, like the old school. Yeah, that's not like what I'm talking big. about. This is 2000. Sorry, that so, made you sad. Yeah, it did. Go so, on. so mean. That that was Chris. No, that wasn't Chris Claremont. That was uh, that's oh. Peter David. I read the first, the old Peter David X Factor. Oh, with uh, okay, with Havoc. Yeah, not Havoc. Yeah, with Havoc. This and is Polaris. such a boring conversation. Multiple yes. man. Strong yep. guy. Yep. Was it good? I haven't gotten to that yeah, stuff it was yet. Good. Uh, okay, this is the 2005 to like uh, 2013. Okay. So I remember reading a bunch of articles like, can you believe they canceled X Factor? It's like, they let it run for like eight years. You got 114 issues out of this, you big baby. <laughs> Gosh, people need to stop crying all the time. They about do. X Factor comics. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah. All right. It's pretty good. It's a pretty Thanks, good man. turnout. All right. Well, let's turn over to some book or literary news that I've got for you now. Uh, the Women's Prize for Fiction 2018 has gone down to a short list. So we talked a little bit about the long list a while back. Uh, the short list is up and the finals will be announced on June 6th. So we'll have the winner. Uh, the Power by Naomi Alderman won last year and was a pretty popular book. And I've only heard good things about it. So here is what's on the short list for the Women's Prize for Fiction site by Jesse Greengrass. Go on. Home Fire by Camilla Shamsi. All right. Is a home fire a fire that's caused by little fires everywhere or Ooh. one big fire mm. somewhere? Interesting. Sing Unburied Sing by Jessamine Ward. That's probably the front runner just because it's won so many other things. The Idiot okay. by Elif Bottoman. Didn't we just... That sounds familiar too. Yeah, that was on something else. Uh, the Mermaid and Mrs. Hancock by Imogene Hermes Goer. And When I Hit You, or A Portrait of a Writer as a Young Wife by Mina Kandasami. So that is the long li- or short list. Uh, and we'll announce the winners shortly after they are posted on June 6th. So look, look forward to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's jump to our, our book, New in the Publishing World, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's what I've got coming down the pike. These are coming out in July. I thought it was down the pipe. Either one. Okay. Brad Thor returns to his Scott Harvath series with mm-hmm. Spymaster, book number 17. Not exactly mm. a title master. Snap. Take that, Brad Thor. <laughs> yeah. I Why read don't the... you go beat up self-publishers some more? <laughs> Seriously. I read the first book in this series, Lions of Lucerne. Uh-huh. Very underwhelmed. Mm. Very unimpressed. Yeah. So what do you that, know? Was, he that has was a publisher. 17 books ago, so Ooh, it's possible geez. that... The series has improved since then. Across Europe, a secret organization has begun attacking diplomats. Back in the United States, a foreign ally demands the identity of a highly placed covert asset. In the balance hang the ingredients for an all-out war. With his mentor out of the game, counterterrorism operative Scott Harveth must take on the role he has spent his career avoiding. But, as with everything else he does, he intends to rewrite the rules. All of them. Nice. That was what the first one was about. He was they were like, the rules in the yeah, first Yeah, they one? were like, Scott, we don't need you to investigate this. We've uh-huh. got this under control. Uh-huh. We're doing our due diligence. Everything's right. fine. And he's like, okay, I'm going to investigate this on my own. I'm a Superman. Right. It wasn't good. Oh. 
But he's had 17 books to refine his process. You think I don't know that? Yeah. I'm the one who told you that, for <laughs> heaven's sakes. All right. Uh, also, we have The Other Woman by Gabriel or by Daniel Silva. This is book 18 in the Gabriel Allen series. His Black Widow, which came out, I think, last year, was on the bestseller list forever. Yeah. Uh, so fans of this series look no further than July for the next one. Huffington Post says a tense, thrilling adventure. With Silva's novels, you find yourself being educated as well as being entertained. Silva is that rarity of rarities, a writer whose stories just keep getting better. Hmm. Number one New York Times bestseller here, Mr. Daniel Silva. And from Danielle Steele, because it's been a few weeks since That's the last true, one. Yeah. Against the electrifying oh, it's backdrop Tuesday. About to throw a book to the masses. of the 1960s, Danielle Steele unveils the gripping chronicle of a young woman discovering a passion for justice and the unsung hero she encounters on her quest to fight the good fight. This is Danielle Steele's The Good Fight. Yeah. Uh, coming soon to the Hallmark Station near you. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm coming out in hardcover somebody in trying to overcome something. Yeah. It's going to be the bad fight. Like. Oh. The, that makes sense. The the fight that's queasy to watch. Sure, sure, sure. It's like yeah. uh, the last the last one here is coming out in new to large print. So we have some others in this series. This is the Wayward Pines trilogy. I want to say we is have. Is it f- just a trilogy? I don't know. The show's done. I think so. Two kinda, seasons. Kind of confusing. Okay. Yeah, uh, I watched the first season and it was fine. Right. Uh, second season, I never saw. That's the but twist. I've not heard anything <laughs> good about it. Okay. But the books tend to be pretty popular. So this is book three in the Wayward Pines trilogy called mm-hmm. The Last Town. Okay. Uh, I don't think I should read much about it because I think it'll just give well, it Well, there's only but... so much more land. It's the only thing we're not making anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So the basic premise of this series is the... <laughs> yeah. From Sorry. Superman. Superman Returns. Yeah. yeah. Did he have a land deal in Batman v Superman? Uh, no, I don't think so. still about land? Are you sure? So. No. I'm not sure because I hate that movie. I feel like he was still looking to just have more land. Wayward Pines okay. is about uh, a sheriff who just kind of wakes up Uh-oh. in a town. Yeah. Doesn't know how he got there. Doesn't know how to escape. Played by Matt Dillon. Played by Matt Dillon in the show. Yeah. So anyway, this is book three coming to you in large print. So we'll have this here in the collection. That's it for me. How yeah. are things on the New York Times bestseller Matt list? Dillon has an interesting voice, but a dumb face. Huh. How do you feel about that? Interesting. Okay. That's a hot take right there. It is. Yeah. Uh, how, you want to know how the New York Times bestsellers list looks? Yeah, I do. All right. Well, it looks great. Oh, good. It's it's finally got its life back really on track. Really taking care of itself. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been walking in the mornings. Yep. So yep. I got a cat, if you can believe it. Yeah. Never thought New York Times bestsellers list could take care of another living creature. But no, I didn't. There they go. There it goes. So yeah. I, I used to say she couldn't take care of a cactus. Yeah. Now New York Times loves, <laughs> has her own apartment. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, God, I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, that really cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, New York Times bestsellers list for the young adult hardcover fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number 10, I Have Lost My Way by Gail Foreman. Oh, hey. I'll help you. Thanks, man. Uh, an accident brings three strangers together and their secrets unravel. Mm. Yep. Oh, I spilled this bucket of wine. What <laughs> an accident. Pretty funny. I killed my father. Whoa. That secret really well, unraveled. That was a twist. Yeah. Uh, number nine, The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Alice mm. must go to her deceased grandmother's estate to rescue her mother. She should do that, yeah. <laughs> number eight, Long Way Down by Jason Reynolds. On his way to exact revenge for his brother's death, Will takes a life-changing elevator ride. Look out. Come with me. 
<laughs> Listen, that's inappropriate because this is like a very serious topic. It's about oh. gun violence and oh, all this other yes. stuff. So you shouldn't be singing. So your Willy Wonka joke was a little out of place. <laughs> what you're saying. I can't remember the song he sings at the end with the glass elevator. There's no song. They don't sing a song about a glass elevator? No. Why? I don't know. It's a flipping glass elevator. Oh, I know what it is. Why are they? It's flying, right? There's a whole sequel book. Have you read much for Old Doll? Yeah, I've read a few. Have you read Charlie? I haven't read the Glass Elevator. Have you read? Yeah, you read the first. I've read no Roald Dahl. Oh, isn't that weird? The Witches, James and the Giant Peach. No, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I've read those. I've not read those. Um, Are you a fan? Yeah, I love the Witches. Do you like his stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it spooky? Sometimes. Okay. I suppose. Hot take. (laughs) Right there. Sometimes I suppose. Wow, why wouldn't you just be singing like, look at this, it's a glass elevator and it flies. Yeah. Look down, it's glass. I love it. All right. It's a great song. Uh, Sky in the Deep by Adrian Young. Oh, be the ocean, be the ocean. After witnessing her brother die in battle, Elin seeks to avenge him, only to find out that he has joined the enemy. So her brother hasn't died. He's enlisted with the bad guys of this fantasy world called Sky in the Deep. Uh, number six, The Fates Divide. Veronica Roth, Kyra, and Akos fight Lazmat. Oh, boy. Tyrant who is thought to be dead. Lazmat's back again. Yeah. So this is better than f- ever. For three weeks. Um, this is it, right? This is book two of two, is what we realize. Yeah, that's what they're saying yeah. now. Yes. So, uh, number five, Ash Princess by Lara Sebastian. A disgraced princess schemes to overthrow the Kaiser and take back her throne. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So. Look uh, out, Kaiser. Yeah. He's the king of soot. Is and he? She's the, no. Oh. She's okay. the ash princess. He's the king know. of soot. They, How am I supposed to know? They're going to battle over which leaves more of a stain on your white collared shirt. Hmm. Probably the soot. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four, turtles all the way down. 29 weeks. Turtles all the way down is going nowhere. No. John Green is in he's not even gonna put this in paperback probably not but so, you know that's kind of how the y list works i mean i'm sure that one will be there for extra long because it's him but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it it rarely changes number three children of blood and bone Ooh. number two oh by tomi adama oh no hating me you know i was the one who went back to that last name i didn't have to yeah, read you it didn't, you didn't. number two the hate you give by angie thomas the movie comes out this year does it or next year? Oh, cool. movie's on its way out. Nice. I, yes, and uh, number one, new this week. So well, we had like four new books this week. Nick, yeah. I guess you feel pretty stupid. Yeah, I guess I do. So number one, uh, also, how bad is that? The Veronica Ross book after only three weeks is down at six. That's Veronica Ross. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes that series. Yeah, um, Leah on the Offbeat by Becky L. Bertali. Mm. Leah faces challenges when her tight-knit group of friends starts to fracture. That's relatable uh, yeah. to everybody. A tightly group of yeah. friends. Fracture. Mike and I have had a schism quite like Marvel's Civil War. Yeah, we only speak on Mike. Yes, Outside that's true. of that. Yeah. As soon as I hit stop on the record button, we punch each other in the face and walk away. Yeah, Eric quietly walks out of my office. Yeah. And... It's bad news. Anyways, uh, Good luck, Leah. I hope you can deal with this thing. Me too. This your friends fracturing. That would be good. Yes. Definitely choose the side that is Are anti. We still on the young adult list. Because, Here's number ten on the adult hardcover hey, list. Hey, now we're back in business. The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Yeah. 
Uh, Still there. Yeah, but it's tied with number nine, The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. Hanging oh, on. Look at all this variety from last week. Yeah. What is this, the uh, young adult list? <laughs> look, I don't know why you have to do this. All right, The Woman in the Window. Oh, okay. Nick gives it two thumbs up, or yeah. he would, but he lost the thumb. Did I? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to come up with a reason, but all I could come up with is nom. That's all right. I was like, he lost the thumb in nom. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're too young. You're right. So, but I'm an old soul. That's true. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, number eight, after Anna, Lisa Scottaline. Mm. A woman marries a widower and reunites with oh, her right. teenage daughter, yeah. who is murdered soon Look after, out. and the yeah. husband's put on trial for it. That does not go the way you expect it to when you start that. Yeah. Number seven, The Female Persuasion by Meg Wolitzer. Read it. Yeah? Yep. Would you say you weren't going to read it, but then you were slightly persuaded, persuaded. to? Yes. Yeah. Number six, Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. Okay. Number five, I've Got My Eyes on You by Mary Higgins Clark. Mm-hmm. Do you know she actually solves murders? Mary Higgins Clark? Yes. With instead of Marvel style. Them. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. I made most of that up. Yeah. Number four, Little Fires Everywhere by yeah. Celeste NG. Number three, Ooh, new this week. Hey, I'm excited. What is this? The Hellfire Club <gasps> from the X-Men? Sebastian Shaw? Jack taper mm. Oh. Mm. charlie martyr a world war ii veteran and unlikely congressman gets entangled in a dangerous series of events in 1950s dc dc comics <gasps> oh no washington dc oh okay it's different dang it yeah i was close there you call something the hellfire club it better be a elite group of like mutants hiding out in some yeah. kind of friars club situation oh jake tapper yeah okay like from cnn oh sure yeah. i guess okay. i don't watch cnn is right. he from that yeah he is what's he do He's the uh, chief Washington correspondent and the New York Times best-selling author of The Outpost. Okay. <laughs> uh, number two, The Fallen by David Baldacci. Amos Decker, known as the Memory, Memory Man, Man, puts his talents towards solving a string of murders in a Rust Belt town. Wait a second. Where did I put my keys? Now I remember. I've solved the murder. Memory Man strikes again. Number one, new this week. I shall erase your murder because I am Lazmat. Try again. No, no, no. Your memory's erased. You don't remember who I am. Akos is here. Erased. Oh, wait. Where am I? Erased. Weren't we going to have three books? Erased. (laughs) Number one, Twisted Prey by John Sanford. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Sanford isn't the one you read. You don't like the Prey books. I don't. Book Club has read the Prey books. Book Club, yes. Most of the book clubbers do like the John Sanford. Okay catalog well, how many this is the 28th book in the prey series yeah so pray there are no more oh yeah and it has a good it has nice. a spinoff too the virgil flower series is really? still it's yeah the main character from that is a minor character in mm. virgil flowers books. all right uh a federal I like those better the virgil flowers one? yeah those, those aren't westerns no they're not westerns but they're missed opportunities he's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah, no. Have a character in a western called oh, Virgil Flowers. Virgil Flowers, pretty good. Well, he's he's kind of like an outdoorsy guy. Okay, so that's it fine. still works. Yeah, those aren't about like deranged serial killers like the prey ones are. Mm. So okay, uh, a federal marshal looks into the actions of a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Mm. If you can believe it, I can. Yeah, so. let's call Jake Tapper. Maybe he can help. Uh, Kenny, does he solve murders? My, him and Mary Higgins Clark they're, the on, they're on retainer yep. here yeah yep. hey man that's the New York Times bestsellers list it wasn't that exciting wow we had a couple of newbies in there John but... Sanford yeah and his son no I'm coming Elizabeth 
What? Is that too dated? I don't... Yeah, I don't get that. Oh, it's from Sanford and Son, the show? Oh. Yeah. No, I did not get that at all. Too far away. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, I never it, watched Sanford I'm and Son. I'm keeping a tally. What was that on? Well, I mean... Well, I mean, I watched it on Nick at Night. Yeah, I didn't see it on Nick at Night. Yeah. I always forget you're so much older than I am. Yeah. Just kidding. Significantly. You're, you're a young guy. Significantly gun. older. All right. Well, uh, we're going to talk about things that we... Did you like that? Uh, <laughs> you gave me a fun look. Uh, we're going to talk about books that we read. Uh-huh. Glad we read them. Yeah. Didn't particularly care for the book. No. Wasn't an enjoyful... Boo. Enjoyable experience, yeah. I guess you'd say. Yeah, uh, why don't you Why don't you take it away? You would make me start just Give as I'm getting one. my Goodreads going. Fine. Yep. Everything is illuminated. Okay. By John Sanford... No, John Sanford. Not John Sanford and Son. I was looking something. I don't. Everything is illuminated. Okay, is by. Uh, oh, that's a movie with Elijah Wood. Oh, I haven't seen it. Terrible. Have you seen the movie? No. Oh, do you not like Elijah Wood? No, I just meant your your delays here. He, he is. It was a movie with John. Yeah. Anyway, Jonathan Safran John, Four. Yeah, I was gonna. I had that, but we were talking about the movie for a second. Okay. I've never seen the movie. Uh, no. Okay. I have seen the movie for Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close based on his other book. How was that? It was pretty good. Oh. Tom Hanks. You do love your Tom Hanks. Yeah. Every, everybody loves Tom Hanks. That's mm-hmm. Even Meg Ryan today? Yeah. Really? They just worked together recently. Did they? In that movie Ithaca that she directed. No kidding. Not great, but they're still good together. Oh, that's Anyway, good. everything is illuminated. Yes. I ha- had to read it in school. I don't know anything about the book. Oh boy, it's good. I, it's about a lot of things. A lot of things are happening in it, so it's hard to, um, it's hard to say like what it's about. But really, it's about a boy traveling with his grandfather. They get well. No, they're not traveling. They're a tour group, and somebody's looking for his ancestry. I think is how it went down. Okay. This was in college, and anyway, uh. They're learning about themselves. Okay. It's, it tells a bunch of different stories. and I didn't really understand how everybody connected okay. in the book as I was reading it. I couldn't tell who was whose relative. Um, but a lot of it was gross. Gross? Yeah, a lot of it was gross. A lot of it was just like... In what way? Sexually. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Um, and a lot of it was just kind of like upsetting and ridiculous, but not in a way that I found entertaining. Um I guess because I found it upsetting. I, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I didn't like it. Like the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, this is bad, right? Okay. Um, but the ending really got me. The grandfather makes a choice. I don't want to spoil it for anybody who's reading yeah. it. And it really, uh, and it, it kind of has a weird writing style, a lot of free, uh, free flowing um, writing. And it, it kind of left an impression on me about, the concept of love okay and taking care of family mm. and things like that okay so yes for the most part i was just like i don't like this mm. um and at the end i'm like oh that made me feel weird so i'm glad i've read it why why am i glad i read it yeah i don't know it made me feel weird made me feel like very melancholy and sad and hopeful uh in a way that other books hadn't. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I would. Would, you, re- would you read any more of that author's work? No. No. Oh, okay. I don't like his writing style. Okay. Um, no. This was definitely like if I hadn't had to read it, I wouldn't have. Okay. Um, 
and I, w- I wouldn't be one I recommend, but I bet other people would like it a lot more than me. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. I don't know if I took away any lessons, but I feel like I've always like thought back to the ending and other stuff, and I'm like, well, okay, I feel weird. Well, uh, for mine, I mean, with with few exceptions, uh, I feel like this about this author's books that like I'm I'm impressed by it. I'm glad to have read it. Right. But oh. It was difficult, you know, and that would be our our pal Joyce Carolotes. Joyce Carolotes, yeah. Uh, and so the one I've chosen to highlight here is Mud Woman, which I think is actually the first of her adult fiction that I read because mm-hmm. I'd read her YA stuff when I was younger. Um, but Mud Woman was the first adult book that I read, and that is about, if you recall, uh, a college president mm-hmm. who's going to do a speech that is nearby. Uh, where her biological parents came from. And she doesn't really know much about her past. Right. But the closer she gets to this area, the more these like repressed memories start to come out. And they just slowly and very realistically drive her mad. <laughs> and you just spend the rest of the book trying to figure out if what you're reading is true, if it actually right. happens, or if it's just her interpreting situations, trying to make sense of what she's feeling mm-hmm. because she's the narrator. So you just, you don't know, you never know. There's a, there's a really pivotal event that happens in the book. And to this day, I don't know if that actually <laughs> happened or if right. it's just like her working out her demons. So mm-hmm. uh, the book is, when you look at the reviews, it's pretty mixed. It's either you hate the book or you, you know, appreciate it for what it does. Now, expertly, it does it because it's right. similar to Jack of Spades for me, where I just, it was so realistic the way the character just comes undone mm. that it just kind of creeps into the way you're feeling and, and is very unsettling mm-hmm. because it's done so well. Do you know I'm Jack of Spades? Whoa, yeah. twist. <laughs> and you love Jack of Spades. Yeah. But you didn't find it creepy. No, I did. Oh, but you didn't like the right okay. ways. Yes. I wasn't creeped out. I guess I found it creepy. I was like, yeah, yeah. he's making a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mud Woman is one is one that I I'm I would maybe recommend mm-hmm. uh for the experience. Not because I think you're gonna like be like the end. Ah, what a delightful read. But because it's very well crafted and totally succeeds at what it's trying to do Mm -hmm. but what it's trying to do is a little ugly so you have to kind of like you have to kind of get that but i think i think that she she layers that really well throughout the book that you kind of you're understanding the journey as you go so even though it's even though it's off-putting and a little upsetting you kind of appreciate the journey that the character is taking Mm -hmm. and i do think that applies for a lot of the books of uh, hers that i've read I think you can say that a little bit for We Were the Mulvaney's, too. Although that yeah. one is probably a little bit more... I remember you more, guys talking about that. That's a little more upbeat than, than most. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, from what you guys told me, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. So, again, that is Mud Woman by Joyce Carol Oates. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, let's see. So, I'm going to say Game of Thrones. That's the first book oh. of the Ice and Fire series or whatever it is. Okay. War of Ice and Fire. Throne of Ice and Fire. Gosh, I'm going to get torn apart for that. Okay. Song of Ice and Fire. Everybody relax. Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, Boy, because I read the first book. A rookie. And the whole time I read it, I was miserable. <laughs> because it was just like a very depressing book. Okay. Um, it taught me that like lots of people are just really bad, gross people. Okay. So I didn't like it. Uh, but I'm glad I read it. Because... Huh. 
it got me to watch the show. Okay. <laughs> which I like. Yeah. Um, and I think the show improved a lot of the stuff. It's still like season five was blah. Okay. It was gross. Um, but for the most part, where I didn't like a single character in the book, um, the show was like, here's how they, they're nice in a little bit. Look at this guy. He's petting a bird. Yeah, he just killed that whole villagers, all the all those villagers. Yeah, he just told those orphans they're slaves for the rest of their lives, but he just mended the bird's wings. Right. So, oh, it was for sport. He's now shooting the bird. Okay. Yikes. Um, but yeah. And What's the, what did you say the first one's called? The first one's just called Game of Thrones. Oh, it's just called, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was 800 pages, or like felt like it. Um, it was just a long book. Uh, long, depressing, put me in a dark, foul mood. Um, but if I hadn't read it, I hadn't, I wouldn't probably would not have watched the show. Okay. I don't know. And now I at least can, it's one of those things like I can say, well, well, I read the book. Is there there anything about it? Like I'm not really familiar with anything about Game of Thrones. That's very true. So like, is there anything in the way it's written that makes you feel like, is it well written? Do you, yeah, I mean, it's well written and I'm sure at the time it was also a big, it, it kind of does a lot of, uh. Is this the main character? No, he's dead. <laughs> um, it does that a few times. Um, but the first book is basically the whole first season of okay. the show. So that was also kind of nice to sit there and like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, watch my wife's reaction as certain characters bit the dust mm. that I knew were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would not ever reread that book again. Okay. Would, you like pick, I would you pick up book two? No. Okay. Uh, the show has, You're done. has solved that for me. Okay. So... Yeah. Good stuff. All yeah. right. Uh, next for me is one that we did for Book Club. Uh, and it's one that's kind of legendary for this, so I'm not breaking any new ground here by mm-hmm. saying The Lovely Bones mm. by Alice Siebold. So as I think we've discussed a little bit in the past, uh, if you're not familiar with the story, it it deals with the sexual abuse and murder of a child. That's how it starts. And then she narrates the book sort mm-hmm. of dead you know right uh looking on as her family i think my moves wife watched the, the lovely bones the movie the movie I, this is one of the rare cases where i feel like the movie handles everything better than the book mm. it's a little bit neater and it's so the book it just has this because she's looking from above and because the thing she experiences um as not really a ghost but as a character looking at it from a different vantage point is very hard to describe and i think the author does that really well and the movie interprets that visually in a really impressive way so Mm. i would recommend both of them okay with with the understanding that the first maybe i don't know the first couple chapters the first 30 pages or so Mm -hmm. detailing the attack uh are probably did you say 150 pages no 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 20 to 30 oh but oh okay no no no. (laughs) i'm saying by the end of those 20 and 30 pages you're in what is the bulk of the book and nothing will be as rough as those first pages all right that is it's incredibly difficult to get through i wouldn't recommend audiobook (laughs) but like if you can power through that um, the book itself is really a spectacular read. Mm-hmm. So it's one that, like, again, it's hard to say, like, I loved it, but I really think that it's a well-written, interesting book that deserves the attention that it got. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, it was like you couldn't walk into any store without seeing a copy of The Lovely Bones. That's true. Um, and the cover, I think, is, is an iconic It was iconic like the same, like Kite Runner and... Yeah, 
all that. Yeah. That was a big right. weird stage in history. Right. So it's it is hard it's hard to get through that first bit. But maybe knowing that once you once you do, uh, you don't really revisit that kind of like gritty Brutality. Brutality. Yes, yeah. exactly. So Lovely Bones. By Alice Siebold. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, 1984 by George L. Orwell. How many do you want to do? This is my third. Third and final? Sure. Okay. Nice. Uh, 1984, you said. By George Orwell. Oh, I call that 2017. Oh! Uh, <laughs> it's 2018, bro. I know. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Go on. <laughs> uh, man, I didn't like this book. It was fine at the beginning when okay. it was just kind of like, look, the world's dystopian. Doesn't it stink? Okay. And then it just became essay after essay after essay of this character like sharing the point of view of freedom and personal freedom and information and all this stuff and it was just like shut up this isn't a story this is george orwell's essay that right. he, tr- he tricked us into reading <laughs> and he just couldn't put it into fictional terms right um it's very frustrating because something like animal farm is just great because it's allegory and you find all the uh, the messages in the story and in the characters, but in 1984 there are like there is no story once you get through the first third of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it just becomes a lecture. Okay, and I do not like it, and I will never. I've read Animal Farm a few times, and I'll read it again more times, but I'm never gonna pick up 1984 again. Mm. Also, it is a little too close to home. Yeah, uh, but I'm glad I read it because it's 1984. Right. Um, but did also, it, when did you? How old were you when you read it? Uh, this was, hold on, this was in 2009. Okay. Yeah. So how old were you? I was 23. Okay. Did it, did you find it like intellectually challenging? Did it make you think about things that you weren't thinking about? Or? No, I mean, it, I mean, I feel like other stuff I had read had said this stuff before, but that's not the book's fault. It came out first. and never, Right, right. But it was like, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't give up control. We shouldn't trust everything we're told and all of this but i'm glad i read it because it's it's still very like influential Uh you know all the big brother is watching you we are the dead and all this um we've always been at war with eurasia those kind of uh topics um the concepts that are in there are still very strong but as a like to sit down and read it from beginning to end is kind of a slog okay but the stuff in there is still really good okay so the fact that you can be just told and yeah, just believe what you're told. Okay. So, don't trust over anyone over thirty. I haven't read it actually. I'm oh, not familiar yeah. with it, but I haven't. You've read Animal Farm either. No. You no. afraid of the animals? I'm af- yeah. I'm afraid. I just don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pretty scary stuff. So. Um. Okay. Well, my final one here is uh, Hiroshima, mm-hmm. by John Hersey. So mm-hmm. this is, this is basically. I mean, this is nonfiction. This is a journalist chronicling the aftermath of the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima in 1945. So obviously, it, the the subject matter is grisly and upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, this book is it's it's short. I mean, it's it's 150 pages, um, and again, it's nonfiction. And what makes it so difficult to read uh, to absorb? is the way everything is just presented so matter-of-factly. You know, mm-hmm. he's interviewing people, and they're telling these stories, and there's not a lot of, like, embellishment, or uh, there's nothing that kind of, like, smooths out the narrative. It's just really, 
you know, the power of the stories just speak for themselves. Right. And it's handled in such a way that it, it just, I don't know, it just hits you because it's so, like the details are so mundane and yet so horrific that like the combination of that is just really impactful and really powerful. Uh, mm. So if you haven't read it, it is not a feel-good book. <laughs> um, but it, it but it does... Do you think people are picking up a book called Hiroshima no. as a like, hey, this will perk me up? No, no, but... But I guess the strength of it is yeah. that it illuminates, you know, it's just kind of something that we know. Mm-hmm. We know that this happened. It's kind of in our minds as something that happens. Right. Uh, and we know the aftermaths and we know the lead up. Hopefully, hopefully we know those things. Um, but what this book does is it just kind of strips all that away and just kind of highlights a few people who experienced it and what happened before uh, the actual event and then just a little bit after. And there actually, there is an updated version of this where he Ooh. goes back uh, 40 years later and finds some of the original people that he interviewed and oh, gets... Snap. Yeah. So I haven't read that. I've, I've only read the original. Uh, but again, a very powerful book, a uh, book that makes you feel sad to your core, but Gross. it's definitely worth reading. Mm. So so that's that. Now, I'm, I've marked all these on uh, the library's Goodreads page, which nice. we which you can find under David A. Howe Public Library on Goodreads. That has some of our other David things. David A. Howe's been well. dead for 30 years. Yeah, you're right. Is it? No, it's way longer than that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you, but you'll be able to find all those here, and we'll link to that on the Twitter page, which is at <laughs> All the Book Show on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library, and please yes. rate and share on iTunes yeah. or wherever you get your yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, oh, what? What a topic. Yeah, all these you, you're all upsetting, sad. depressing. He has books. tears in his eyes, but kind of a a hopeful look. Uh, like yes. tomorrow might might be better. Yes, thank you. It will all work out in the end. He says in uh, that stoic face. Just this face, this yeah. face. You're getting all of that yeah. from it. Yeah. Um. Well, let's talk a little library news. Okay. Got anything exciting coming up? Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the superhero party. Oh. Oh yeah. Go ahead and tell the teen photo show first. Well, which is it? Whichever one you like. All right. The teen photo show already happened. So you sure did. That so, happened. So that's so more th- library history. <laughs> uh, that was May 1st. But we had lots of kids come and we gave lots of different awards and we had live music from Alex Cole. Yeah. And Brian Oglesby was there. as Our, our, our largest amount of entries ever. Yeah. This year. 100, 111. Yeah. Oh. One, 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 baby. Yeah. You don't put a hat. You put a next, another one. Yeah. And then you put the hash through it. I see. So okay. in two more years hash right hash. through that yeah yep. we only take one extra year yeah so yeah no that wouldn't make any sense <laughs> no it doesn't make any sense at all but i was gonna let you have it huh i don't know <laughs> what i'm talking about um no i've lost my train of thought i've got you were these, gonna tell us about the superhero party oh yeah it's not roman numerals either what do you call those just hash marks darn it uh the superhero party is uh this saturday may 12th may 12th for children yep uh up to eight is the is the jam recommended but it is signups uh we're gonna have a superhero party there'll be activities and games there's a giant uh phone booth to transform into they'll try finding a phone booth in new york city right um and uh yep we have invitations for those and then we also we're also showing the lego movie the flash yeah there's so many colons and it. yeah. it's like Lego colon DC superheroes colon yeah. the flash. Yeah, everybody needs to make sure who's owning what in that. Yeah. Lego owns Lego. Yep. DC owns the flash yep. and the flash owns yep. himself. So this is brand new. This just came out. On, yeah. It was a direct to video. Yeah. I don't even think it's based thing. on a game like the Lego no. Batman no, stuff no. is. It's just its own standalone so, thing. 
messed up. So Was that uh, your foot? good reviews so far. Yeah. Uh, our concert coming up May 17th is Arco Iris, a new, mm. a new group. Never been here before. Latin and Brazilian music. So nice. we're very excited to have them. That's set for May 17th. Fun. Uh, book clubs are currently reading Glass Castle, as I mentioned, by Jeanette mm-hmm. Walls. And Nine Lives by Wendy Corsi-Staub. Wendy uh, is coming here herself as the final event in our summer reading program. So she'll be here August 2nd. Nice. So you can come get your book signed then. Prior to that, on June 2nd, so a little less than a month away now, we have best-selling author Alex Berenson, author of the John Wells series. He's going to be here. Uh, it's an afternoon, 2 o'clock. Uh, he's going to be signing copies of whatever you want, really, but his most recent book is The Deceivers, which is in our new book section right now, though mm-hmm. it's probably checked out. Um, but we have we have all of his work, so stop in, check it out. No fees or anything involved. Just come. Right. We'll do a Q&A. We're going to interview him for the podcast, so mm-hmm. you'll be able to hear a little bit of it then. Uh, and then you can get your book signed. So I hope yeah. you'll join us for that. What Tell your he, friends. What if he said he's coming, but then he doesn't, and he just sends you a letter that says, you have been deceivered. Oh, no. Yeah. I should see that coming. I yeah. should have. Yeah. I should have. I realized that now. He's just so trusting. My ignorance. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 142. Anything else you want to share with the good people? Hmm. Why do I give you that option? What? Never mind. All right. We're going to close up shop. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Germs. Try that. Le- uh, guy, is it gals? Yeah. Ladies and germs? Ladies and germs. Yeah. I'll see you next week, uh, ladies and germs. No, don't do that. You don't like it? All right, that's bad. Yeah.